0: Hello everybody, Matt Mentley here with the Wisconsin Sports Show! Ladies and gentlemen, we made it to fall. It is September 6, 2023. Thanks for tuning in. This is where you can get all of your hot Wisconsin sports takes. Or your county stadium is free. All this Move in the Brewers talk. Just got me thinking about the old days. The simpler times when stadiums just had cool municipality names like they're supposed to. Uh, So we got plenty to talk about. The Brewers are on a roll. I do my last of the three-part Green Bay Packers season preview. But we will start as we will start every week on this Wisconsin sports show until something is resolved. Is Giannis Ancatatupo still on the Milwaukee Bucks? Let's check. He is! He is! And one of my favorite basketball writers, Zach Lowe, just wrote how all Bucks fans should be very, very worried, alarm bells should be going off, etc. And um, all that has de- depressed me. Bucks, Bucks have been the one to not depress me the last couple years, but these two teams have, so let's get to them. The Milwaukee Brewers are medium hot, medium hot after that big nine game win streak getting uh, toppled by those dastardly Chicago Cubs, a one to nothing game and a three to two game, both one win losses to the Cubs. Those hurt so bad as they're essentially, essentially playoff games. And both ever since the wild card came about, it's looking like the Brewers are going to make the playoffs. I mean, seriously, folks, it would have to be a, a classic Milwaukee Brewer collapse. But it makes me feel better that the Cubs are right behind and not the St. Louis Cardinals because the Cardinals always succeed. The Cubs on the other end, you know, not too worried about. But their playoff odds are currently sitting at 98.5%. With three weeks left in the season. They seem to wrap up a little quicker these days. Uh, the baseball season. It only goes to October 1st. I guess they got to start all the playoff games. And try to get through those as best they can on that. And I remember when it would go. You know 10 days into October there. But feeling uh, feeling good. Feeling like that's a high percentage. And even if they don't win the division. They're so up on where the wild card is. They should be able to slip it in there. But so their last, uh, they, they lose, they drop that series to the Cubs. Frustration, anger, sadness, all the feelings I'm familiar with being a Brewers fan. Uh, after that Cubs thing, like here we go again, drop two or three of the c- Cubs two. Two one run fucking losses, of course. Of course, this is happening. And then right away, boom, boom they win the Philly series. Philly's another tough team, a playoff team. Uh, they play them tough, have no problem with it. Almost even snuck out that last game to get the sweep. So this is, it's just been a roller coastery Brewers season of like. Fun to watch. They were really going downhill before the nine-game winning streak pretty much put him into the playoffs, it looks like. They can beat the Phillies in, in Philadelphia. They can win a series there. But the stupid Cubs just being on their heels just makes me so nervous and, and pissed off. So there you go. So that was the last week, a 50-50 shot. They're literally playing the Pittsburgh Pirates right now to determine the winner of that little three-game series, which hopefully the the Brewers will be coming out of. So there you go. Yeah, the last game's October. We are are heavily approaching the end of the baseball season, to my uh, surprise there. Um, Playing Pittsburgh now brewers got the yankees coming up this weekend they're playing 500 ball a kind of disappointing season for the yanks but the brewers draw the yanks this week and then going into oh that's this weekend and then marlins will pick up a four game series against the marlins and miami is in the playoff hunt that wild card is sitting there for miami so Two teams that are like pretty decent, pretty good over the next week, and Brewers will be tested against Miami. That is a a young, scrappy team, so no cruising here for the Brewers. They the Cubs are hot on their heels as of today, two and a half out. Cubs are also pretty hot, winning like last of their eight uh, eight out of ten. So. It'll be exciting. going the last couple weeks. Like I said, it's weird not having the Cardinals in the mix somehow. Uh, so I said at the beginning of the season, they have to hit better. Can someone hit? Can anyone be a 300 average on this team? Does a 300 average even exist in modern baseball? It does. It does. People are batting 300, but not the brew crew. The Contreras trade is looking so successful right now because he is uh not only an excellent catcher which is a, a good weapon to have great he's he's the lead hitter. He's hitting 280 for the Brewers. Brewers can't even sniff Oh god. Still 20 points below 300 and he is their best hitter. <sighs> They've relied on just clutch hitting just, you know, just being in the right place at the right time. Young, scrappy team stealing bases, blah, blah, blah. But that's why this offense is just so maddening because it's like they don't have somebody who's like, oh, they'll definitely get a hit here or they, they'll they smash a double here or, or whatever. I'm going to get to Yellick in a second, but... Thank you, uh, uh, Contreras, or thank you, Brewers Front Office, for trading for Contreras. That was crucial in this first-place run here so far. Leader of home runs is Willie Adamas, one of the more frustrating Brewer players. I mean, so he's, I don't know if he'll even get to 30 home runs. We live in this place where again analytics say, "Hey, fucking home runs. Home runs, home runs, it's all we care about. Our home runs." Willie Adams is hitting 22 home runs, leading the Packers and hitting 20 fucking 9, dude. I have definitely I mean he's almost under 200. And then we get to Yelick. You know, again, they just don't have even an, all, even an all-star on this uh, this team anymore. yellick is leading in RBI, which is great. He's a great hitter. He's usually the lead-off hitter, so it's kind of fucked up that he's number one in, in RBI on the team. But again, he's, he's batting 274, and it's like, I would love... Well, it's 274. He's got 17 home runs. And again, I, dude, I would love... 7 home runs and hitting 284. Like this offense is just, just 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 enough to get you by in the regular season and like I keep saying in the playoffs it's it's just nothing. I mean again, I don't I don't care about Yelich yeah, like 17 home runs. I want somebody who is again hitting 300. We got nobody. Even close. We got nobody who's going to hit over 30 home runs. Talese, I- I've seen Rowdy Talese strike out more than anything this season. Same with Adamas. I mean, they're not good hitters. So, I, I again, this offense is just scrap, scrapped together with a couple of guys that are going to hit pretty well, a bunch of young guys, and a couple of veterans barely hitting over 200. So, uh, I mean, again, I've loved watching this team and I had a great time, but it has not necessarily been the offense that I've loved. Let's get to the defense. I mean, Woodruff is back and that is absolutely huge to this rotation. So they get Burns, they get Woodruff, Peralta, strikeout leader with Williams cleaning everything up in the back end and having a phenomenal year. So once we make the playoffs, that's the only shot is that those three pitchers are just unstoppable. Freddie's striking everybody out. Williams is is closing closing the games. It's two to one or whatever. <laughs> Enough to get you a heart attack, but that's what's so fun about watching these Brew crews. Uh, so yeah, that's a quick rundown here as we close the, three, the last three weeks of the Brewers season. Very exciting. I will be in Wisconsin this week. And I will be uh, at the game next Monday night uh, as they do play. Is it? Yes, it's uh, Miami Marlins, or uh, the Marlins, like I mentioned before. So, enough about the Brewers. We're going to spend the second half on what I'm so excited about, folks. Let Jordan Love play. Let Jordan Love play. Jordan Love play. I am absolutely in on Jordan Love 100%. I don't think he's going to win MVPs like Aaron Rodgers. I really don't. I think he's going to be very good. I think this offense is set up to help him succeed. I think these three years have really helped. I think, as I've said, we don't watch the practices every day. I love the Packers. I do the best to keep up with them. I watch all the games and I truly do love them. But we're not at practices. LaFleur and Gutukunst are the ones at the practice and they're the ones who said, "Yes, after 3 years, we are moving on from a veteran Aaron Rodgers and we are implementing this gentleman, Jordan Love, into the offense." Two wide receivers who are in their second year. That, of course, is my dear Watson and doobie doobie doobs. Doobie doobs, doobs. So, uh, uh, second year with wide receivers, it's tough. As everybody's saying, they showed flashes last year. We saw like. Watson take it to the house and maybe Dubes can be a possession guy. That'd be great. You know who the national press are freaking out about? This tight end Musgraves. We might have a good tight end. The curse of Jamichael Finley is listed. The the curse of Mark Mark Chimura. Maybe it's Chimura who I should go with. It started with Chimura. In a hot tub with underage women. (laughs) Oh, God. Who knows how long that is at this point? 2004? Um, Ever since then, they've never had a good tight end. Jamichael Finley was great. Busted, had major neck problems, unfortunately. Uh, Couldn't stay in the league. So I don't count Finley. It's been tough at the tight end position. We have had nobody. And the tight end position, as all you fans of the NFL know, has completely changed. Uh, nobody's really blocking anymore. Nobody's lining up on the line, Gronk style. So it is just another wide receiver position at this point. Everybody's freaking out about Musgraves. This third wideout that they got, this rookie, Jaden Reed. That's who I'm going to be paying attention to. This offense is stacked with young talent, which gives me my only pause, which is they're really young. Okay. I, I'm excited. I believe in this offense. I believe this offense is going to do well, but I just rattled off a bunch of people who have barely have any NFL experience. And that part is not good, (laughs) okay? There will be speed bumps. There will be growing pains. There will be a game here, a game there, where they do look like they're amateurs. And they are. They're rookies. They're two-year people. Offensive line can hold up, and Jones and Dylan can make a good, solid run game, which they can to take the pressure off of Love. I mean, I hate to say it. And I said before, I'm pro-player. I want them to have freedom. I want them to make money. But thank God that the running back, <laughs> the, the running back position has bottomed out so badly that Aaron Jones took a five million dollar pay cut to stay with the team. And I promise you, I love Aaron Jones. He loves the Packers. He's great. I promise you. Aaron Jones, agent, checked to see if anybody else was going to offer them that amount of money. Once they found out no, they came back and said, yeah, we'll we'll take the five mil pay cut. And so for us, for us as fans, it's great. It frees up some money, cap space for some other shit. But uh, Jones returning, absolutely crucial because him and a couple guys in the offensive line are going to have to be the veterans of the team which is okay, but that's what makes it so exciting. A lot of people ask me like what are your expectations, Matt? What what is a successful season this year? And I always before I say that, I'll say it here. Don't forget ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers was on this team. Remember the god, the 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 new the new New York god who's going to take the Jets to the Super Bowl, which is laughable. With Aaron Rodgers, the team was 9-8 last year, losing to Detroit, a game that if they won, puts them into the playoffs. So so think of that. Don't think of Aaron Rodgers' MVP seasons. Don't think about the 15-1 Packers season from 10 years ago. Now more than that. This is going to be a stepping stone season, Okay. This, for the first time in a while, outside of a few pockets of Aaron gets injured. This is the first time I'm saying Packers are not going to win a Super Bowl this year or not be in the contending role. If this team goes 9-8 again, Jordan Love looks looks good. Or we see some improvement, we see some flashes, we see some excitement. Offensive line stays together, you know, the two receivers and the tight ends, they, they do make their presence felt. The defense steps up a little bit. Hell, that's what I'm saying. If they go 9-8 and eight this year, it will be a gigantic success. How many teams can move on from their franchise quarterback and actually get one more win than the year before? I like to remind people, too, when we installed Aaron that first year, it was, I think they were 4-12. and 12. I'd have to go back and check officially. They did not win many games, but again, it was like, Rodgers looks great. This is doable. And then, boom, next year, they kick ass. Make the playoffs. So that's, I'm not even concerned. I'm in a headspace where I am excited about this. I'm excited about this young team. I, my expectations are very tempered. Even when I'm saying I'm excited, they are tempered. Because again, very young. And there will be roadblocks and speed bumps just like the Aaron Rodgers first year that he had. So let's go through, I mean, the beginning of the schedule isn't too bad. And now listen, I hate, (laughs) I hate when people are like, this is an easy schedule. This is a hard schedule. Dude, the NFL has so much variance (laughs) that it's like, by week three, who they got in week three? New Orleans. By week three, New Orleans could be 0-2. Firing their coach. <laughs> like, uh, their their best defender tears at ACL. Um, so much can happen injury-wise. Players shuffling around. Blah, blah, blah. That I hate when people are like, oh, they got an easy schedule. They got an easy schedule. They have a hard schedule. They have an easy schedule. Guys, this isn't teams look radically different year to year. So, I mean, there's no, I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is easy. This is hard. I really have no fucking clue. But let's go through it quick as I'm running out of time. Bears to open it up this Sunday. A little bear hunting for you. Atlanta Falcons week two. New Orleans week three. The Lions week four, gotta beat the Lions this year. They knocked us out of the playoffs, embarrassingly so. Week five, Las Vegas, and week six, a bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited about the Packers. I hope you are as well. Uh, My time is, is rumbling up, so like I said, enjoy week one of the Packers season against the Bears. Enjoy some Brewers, baby. And one last look, Giannis is still on the team. So, my time is up, everybody. Thanks for hanging out, and of course, enjoy the game.